You are listening to Aldrin Sempia on SAFM. But Judge Nkola Mutata has been convicted um, also. Um, so don't you think that that matters, that he has been convicted and has also been accused of, of lying? Um, but anyway, uh, so earlier on we were in conversation with Bongani Baloy, um, the former mayor of Midvale, and he alleges um, that the Democratic Alliance as well um, exercises cater deployment. I'm going to read his ex quickly. Again, he says it's true that the Democratic Alliance practices cater deployment. When I was mayor of Midvale between 2013 and 2021, the municipality couldn't conclude a senior staff appointment without approval of FedEx. It was standard procedure that all mayors applied to get approval of FedEx before the municipality would conclude the appointment. This practice hasn't changed. Um, they have nothing to hide. They must, re- if if they have nothing to hide, they must release the minutes of FedEx, and you will see that they practice the same cater deployment um, that the ANC practiced. While you'd note that the period between 2013 and 2021 would also mean that um, Helen Ziller was still the leader of the Democratic Alliance, and at some point it was Musi Maimani who was the leader of the Democratic Alliance. And I also asked him about this, and he confirmed that indeed um, this was also during the period of Musi Maimani and James Selswat's uh, federal council chairperson, um, if you recall. So we reached out to the Democratic Alliance. Um, unfortunately, I'm told that uh, Soli Malati, who's the spokesperson for the DA, is not available to speak to us. He suggested that perhaps we can speak tomorrow. Um, but with, earlier on as well, we had reached out to Helen Ziller. And this is what Helen Ziller told um, our producer, Temba. So Helen says they reviewed the CADA deployment policy on the 2nd of August 2020. Helen Ziller says they reviewed the CADA deployment policy on the 2nd of August 2020 when she took over as the chairperson of the Federal Council of the DA. And she also distanced herself from the policy, stating that it was practiced under Musi Maimani's leadership. Well, and now we've reached out to Musi Maimani. This was what happens in the news cycle we chase. And we managed to get a hold of Musi Maimani, who is the leader of Build One South Africa, Bossa. And he now joins us on the line. Musi, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us at such short notice. Um, but what do you make of the allegations being made here by Bongani Baloy as well as Helen Ziller? Good afternoon. and It's great to speak to you, Aldrin. I, I would only agree to speak to you because I don't want to talk about DA politics, but I like to distance myself from lies, you see. When I arrived at the DA, there was a policy called fit for purpose, which meant that fit for purpose derived a cabinet that Helen Zilla produced of all white males. Do you remember that? Yes, we do. And, the, and therefore, we were, we were fighting a policy that says it's important that our leadership is diverse and we must do all active measures, as in the Constitution, to address historical injustices. That is a constitutional provision within the DA. To be able to do that, you need to be able to look at respective caucuses where people have been elected and put on your lists and ensure that there's diversity. I fought for that. I practiced it. And I'm unashamed of it. Now, when you talk about CADA deployment, now CADA deployment says that Actually, when people are being elected into executive positions of the municipality, that must be approved by the federal executive. I can say here, and I'll release all records to that effect, I could not even tell you who the city manager of, of um, Midval 
when uh, Bongani Baloi was mayor. I don't even know those appointments. Never saw them, never discussed them. I could not tell you who the EDs were because it was left up to the municipality to do so. The only reason that that became a matter of importance was to safeguard the organization from people making appointments that were of personal benefit. I never interviewed anyone. Herman Mashaba can testify on this show that, in fact, when he appointed city manager Dr. Lokwareni, I remember at the time, I had nothing to do. I'd never met Dr. Lokwareni. The only interest we had in the matter was to make sure that this wasn't family relations or actually a sense of patronage. And I can go through municipality after municipality, the city manager of Cape Town or any other municipality. So I think it's important that when we throw everything out, let's not confuse issues here. When people elect a MACO, it's important that it meets competence, it meets diversity, so that you don't have a mayor who arrives in government and chooses their friends to sit in a MACO. That's, that doesn't serve the citizens. We've got, we have a, a duty, because I campaign to say, elect a party X to do Y in a municipality. I have to make sure it's diverse, it's competent to do so. That is well within that. And Helen had a problem, because when I challenged her, when I was leader of the DA, to say, you have to send us a list of the people you are going to put in your MECs, so that we know they are diverse, they serve the people of South Africa. Suddenly she had an issue with that, whereas it was in the constitution that she presided over when she was the DA leader, and I simply exercised the same provision. So I, I, I want to be clear that even going forward today, the reason I left Parliament to say I want to fight for the electoral amendment bill was to make sure that the best get elected to government, that we elect the best leaders to government, and that ethics are always preserved in public leadership. It's still something I'm fighting for. BOSA practices today in safety. We have no cater deployment policy. We say the only people who deploy people to government are the communities that can give signatures to people and send people to parliament. Yeah, no, I understand the aspect around uh, MACO and the Executive Council, uh, the MECs uh, and so forth, because those, of course, are political deployees. But what Bongani Baloi is speaking about is senior staff appointments that you couldn't go ahead with those appointments up until there was approval of FedEx. No, the And as he says, that, that it was during your tenure as well. I never interviewed any of those people. If Bongani can show me anywhere where I sat back and I could tell him who the ED of a particular department is or anything like that, I wouldn't even have even sat through any of that. Cater deployment implies that if you want a board at ESCOM, you sit at an organization and then sit and say, these are the CVs we want, these are the people we want. It, it, be a, it would be a misnomer and a complete lie to say that, in fact, I said through CVs of people, whether in Joburg, Tswane, Nelson Mandela Bay, or anywhere else. So when they say they took it away, I'm not sure what exactly they're referring to, because I can sit here with all integrity and know that I did not even know any of the executive directors, any of those people. I'd never met them in my life. Never ever met them. Sure, no, no, not meeting them, not interviewing them, but then there's a presentation that is done as the way Bongani explains is, is that with the local municipalities, if you are mayor in a local municipality, the mayor would then submit to the provincial leader and the provincial leader will then go and make a presentation before FedEx. And with the um, metro um, mayors, the metro mayors are co-opted and they're part of FedEx and they will make their own presentation. So do you I, recall I'm, any moment where there was a presentation that was made before Fe- FedEx around the appointment of senior staff members 
in municipalities specifically um, around whether or not they should be appointed because he also says that you can't do it without the green light from FedEx. I met with the mayors. Naturally, they shared what their plans for government were and those involved, the people they were appointing in all of that and their finance and their financial planning just so that we knew we were dealing with the integrity of ensuring that government reports properly. How can, how can you say you run a government, but in fact, you don't even know anything about that government? This principle of saying, no, 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 no. Suddenly, uh, uh, people in government were freed up to do what they needed to do. I can say this hand on heart, anywhere. You can ask Mr. Mashaba even on this show. When he was mayor of Johannesburg, he would come and present. He said, Dr. Lekwareni, this one, this one, this one. We'd look at the list. I did not know the people. The only litmus test I had was to make sure that actually these weren't friends or family or anything like that, so as to harbor the state, which is exactly what the ANC does. So I think it's not a fair comparison to make. Was there any point where you rejected any of the names that were presented no, by I, I don't even rec- I, I, I don't recall an incident such as that. We gave full power to governments to be able to appoint their people. Even now, when Ellen Windy became Premier of the Western Cape, I don't even know who the EDs were. I don't even remember a meeting where I sat in and, and suddenly there were EDs that were appointed. This had, in principle, to make sure that these were people of ethics and integrity that the government themselves had appointed. I wouldn't have even known those people. What's your understanding of Helen Ziller's um, argument that when she came in as federal chairperson, uh, federal council chairperson, that she reviewed that policy on the 2nd of August uh, 2020? The, the only thing she would have reviewed was to say when it came to make oppositions, as far as I understood, because that's where FedEx could exercise its own power, when it came to executive positions, that ultimately those should be left up to their own people and the only problem with that is that you you have this policy that eventually delivers people who are who are either of the same race they don't uphold diversity and you run the risk of people being associated only with the with the with that particular person i think that's not fair it's not serving the people i've always fought for diversity inclusion and governments that are competent for people will continue that fight and the only mechanism you have for that is to make sure you sit with the executive person the only person i ever met was the executive mayor to be able to have a conversation there are plans for government so that when we go to the people and say this government is doing X, Y, and Z. We could do it with the confidence and the pride that we knew. And I would do the same tomorrow. Thank you so much for your time. The leader of Abosa there, former leader of the Democratic Alliance, on the allegation made that um, the Democratic Alliance was also practicing um, the cater deployment, according to Bongani Baloi, former leader of, or former, um, former mayor of Midval. And also, um, he says that it still continues. However, though, Helen Ziller says it doesn't happen anymore because they changed that policy once she came into office and when, when she was elected as the federal council chairperson. 0614 and you can also drop me an X at Aldrin Simpier. This is what we call an election season. <laughs> this is what happens during an election season. Uh, and Dawenio on X saying that chickens are coming back home to roost. Aldrin is digging and the DA has practiced cater deployment. Helen Zilla um, has admitted to that. And Mzamo saying that before party becomes government, caters are instrumental in winning elections. Yet once in power, um, expertise in portfolios is paramount for effective governance. Balancing these needs is crucial for successful transition from campaigning to governing.